0: Welcome to the Digital Locktician Podcast, a place for you to feel seen, heard, and empowered along your lock journey. I'm your host and digital locktician, Jocelyn Renee. Peace, family. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. I am so grateful for your presence here today. I just want to double check and make sure that everyone can hear me because uh, we got this audio set up. So if you are here live in the um, chat, just press A1 for me. And while you're at it, go ahead and check in and let me know where you're at, where you're checking in from. And as you can see from the title, we will be talking about in a community style. So, like everyone here together chatting about the best, worst advice relax. Um because it, it's something we got to talk about. I feel like everyone has a everyone has an opinion and everyone has shared some advice that they feel like goes across the board. So take for example, everything ain't for everybody. Have you heard that before? Everything ain't for everybody. If you've ever heard that advice given As it relates to hair specifically, because I know that applies to everybody, go ahead and press a two in the comments. Everything ain't for everybody. Press a two in the comments if you've ever heard that before. While you um, catch up with me, I want to invite some folks onto the podcast. To join me live to talk about this particular topic. So if you're up for coming on, coming on the stage, if you will, um, and you are joining me on YouTube, definitely click the link. I'm about to post it right now. Click the link in the chats. All right, to join me live. So hopefully, some 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 folks in the community will check in and want to come up and share. But nonetheless, I have some things we got to talk about. All right. Um, this episode, of course, is sponsored by Crown Elements, Crown Elements being your hair care line for locks, helping you to celebrate your unique texture and beauty um, in a space, in a world that would otherwise tell you that having locks is not okay. Crown Elements is here to celebrate you. So with that being said, if you've never tried Crown Elements, maybe you love Crown Elements and you're looking for a little, little something, something, make sure you head over to crownelements.com, enter the code DLP at checkouts, and you'll get a little something from me to you, all right, from crownelements.com. Now. When we talk about hair care ain't for everybody, and I see some people in the chat like, oh my gosh, yes. Lynn says, people told me not to get diamond parting. They lied to you. Those are lies, okay? And I've heard that too. So we're gonna talk about it. I want you in the chat to share the best worst advice you've heard. What is something that someone has told you about locks? That turned out not to be true, or just turned out, you know, not to be applicable to you. Put that in the comments. One of the things that really stood out for me was everything ain't for everybody. Like I hear this all the time in my YouTube comments back in the day when I had Instagram. They're like, oh, you're sharing this advice, but that doesn't apply to everything. Everything is not for everybody. Yes. And right hair locks is hair. There are some fundamental things that apply to hair um, that will work for everybody, in my opinion. And i oh, look at Lynn. Lynn. Thank you, Lynn, for hopping on with me. Let me bring you up here. How are you?
1: Great. Thank you. Hi, everybody.
0: Thank you so much for joining. Can you tell us where you're checking in from?
1: I'm checking in from the ATL, Atlanta, oh, Georgia. Ooh.
0: Down south. I love it.
1: <laughs> Down How long have you up? had your locks? I've had my locks for 19 months.
0: 19, 19 months. months? Coming on two years. They're
1: looking good. Coming on two years. I know, but I, I got some concerns I want to ask you about that I've been trying to get okay. some answers to. So I absolutely love you. I love you. I love you. I love you.
0: Thank you. So, so what 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 have people been telling you? What have you heard? What's been going on?
1: Okay, first of all, I have very I have soft hair. My hair is fine. Um, I can tell. So, I see it already. <laughs> So as you got, I just got this done Friday. It's very fine. And so a lot of people telling me, well, your hair will never lock, your hair is too soft, it's not gonna look good. Um, then I got the diamond parting, and now people are saying diamond parting is not good, and I'm just kind of like, I'm not starting over, so what do I do?
0: <laughs> yes, 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 I
1: can't start over. I don't want to start over oh
0: i mean so what i will say right so for we don't want to take this out of context not wanting to start over i feel like is it's some best worst advice right some people are like don't i'll never start over i done started over three times okay (gasps) and one thing i can tell you starting over is absolutely fun except that part where you've had locks you don't have locks now and then people are looking at you you're looking at other people with locks like what's up and they're like why are you looking at me like that you just got some old (laughs) twists (laughs) Not knowing that you're starting back. So I get it. I get it. Um, When it comes to diamond parts, and I'm so glad you brought this up, uh, I would say diamond parts are one of the parting systems that for people like us that have really fine hair or we would otherwise Mm -hmm. see a lot of scalp with our hair, the diamond parts gives you um, this illusion that your hair is thicker. But the, what I want to say, the consequence uh, or the downside to diamond parting can be, and this all depends on your foundation and how it started, the downside with diamond parting is how large the parts are. Your locks look like they are traditionally sized. And you don't have like wicks. Have you heard of wicks? Have you seen wicks before?
1: Yeah, I don't have wicks. No. You don't have
0: wicks, (laughs) right? The wicks that give you those really... Large parts, you have about twelve locks on your head. When your locks are parted that big, the diamond parting system is not a parting system that you want to utilize.
1: Okay, so I have forty-eight. So it's, it's
0: every time you, yeah, every time you twist your locks, you end up over directing hairs in the corners, and mm-hmm. it will cause those areas to thin out.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But you're, but you're not in that space.
1: Okay, I have forty-eight. I have forty-eight locks.
0: Yeah, why? Why did people tell you that it wouldn't be good? Like, where is that coming from?
1: I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, like you said, um, because my hair is thinner, and I, I definitely didn't want. I had tried the brick parting like some years oh. ago, and it just did not work for my hair. It was scalpy, so, I'm sure all the. Scab- it was scalpy, It was disgusting. Actually, I hated it. <laughs> it but with yeah, the diamond. I, it ju- it just didn't work for me. So yeah. I just it didn't work right. So with the diamond part, I only have to like I've only had it um, retwisted only three times this year. So I'll probably get retwisted t- one more time. But I love it. But people was just like, Oh my God, it's not gonna work for you. Your hair's not gonna log, you're gonna look like an old lady. And I'm just like, What the hell? Why are these people telling me this?
0: Like haters, man, haters gonna oh, hate.
1: Right, and I love it. I, I absolutely love it, you know. And
0: they um, they look so good on you. They look so oh,
1: great on you. you. Like, I, I, you know, I love people, it. And I feel like said that,
0: that a lot of bad advice comes from people not, not knowing or yeah. having a bad experience and then trying to, like, push that on you. Like, it's always going right. to be a bad box just because they had one bad experience, you know?
1: Yeah. And then people are saying, don't color it, you know, you're going to make sure your locks up, they're going to thin out and all this type of stuff. So, so I'm scared to color it. I'm almost 50 That's and true. I want to get it colored. And so, right. So, I mean, what should I do? like?
0: This is this is, this is coming from a lady that got the green locks. OK, I've had I I like this my um, second year with they're supposed to be aquamarine. They're, they're the green now because I'm letting the color fade. But <laughs> I always strive to talk people out of color. Like I, I've done it, and one thing that I feel like I don't think we talked about recently, but one of the one, I, we just talked about it on the blog actually. Okay, Boxer intended to give you freedom, and mm-hmm. one of the things with coloring, it it gives puts a restriction on you. You know, yeah. restriction because you have to be very diligent with your maintenance. Otherwise, yes, they will be damaged. You have to yeah. be really mindful of the upkeep because, you know, you're more, more often people color their hair because you're not happy with the way your new growth is growing in. Maybe the yeah. salt and pepper silver is like giving you yeah. some paws or or what have you. Yeah, it's going to always come in. That's your hair color. And so you're always gonna be battling against, okay, now I color my hair, now I gotta go get it. It's almost like, remember we had relaxers? Did you ever have a relaxer?
1: Yes, ma'am. Hated it.
0: And that new (laughs) booze started to come in. You're like, oh, it's getting crunchy. Oh, I gotta run back. Right. Oh, I feel like.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. So no color. You think no color. I mean, I just got this little, I got this for my birthday. It's not... It's a um, semi-color and it's fading. It was like an eggplant. So... But my tician is really trying to get me to color it. I'm like, you know, she young. I'm like, girl, I don't know. I But your, but that green on you is it, so tempting. I absolutely love it. I look at you all the time. I love that green on you. <laughs> <I do. laughs> Thank you. But it's about
0: to be gone. It's about to be gone. Because it's just... I, I can't. I just... <laughs> I'm done. It's a lot of work, okay? And I just I want my freedom. I just natural hair color. I really okay. color my hair to be an example that you can color locks without bleach. It still be healthy, but at the same time, it requires a lot of work. You know that okay. the one of that best worst advice is that you have to use bleach to color your locks.
1: You ever that heard true. Of that? Yes, you ma'am. Know, you I know.
0: Who bleach to color your locks? Yeah, and that is some of the worst yeah. advice. Like it's one of the it's it's true. Just like when I started sister locks, I started sister locks because people were saying, like, with your hair, I couldn't get sister locks. Right. Watch me. Let me show you that somebody <laughs> that has naturally fine hair can have sister locks.
1: Okay. And okay. saying you
0: can't color your locks. Um, you can't color locks without bleach. Watch me. Yes, you can. You can maintain it. It looks good. It looks vibrant. But in both wow. instances,
1: it was a lot of work. <laughs> really? So okay, work. but I
0: like so I, I, I like
1: the perspective where you put it, like the freedom of it, because I did get it for the freedom. And I think a lot of people now, and I love locks, but more people are just really pushing for the the neatness of the locks. I love when my locks get old. My mom be like, "Girl, twist them. That like it's time for a retwist." I'm like, "Mom, it's only been three weeks. <laughs> like, yeah. can I can my yeah. hair just?" only been three weeks. I don't need a retwist. I just got to retwist it. Like, so I, I, I like it. I like the fuzzy. Now, I, you know, mine is taking a little bit longer. It's really extra fuzzy, but I don't mind that. And people just, you know, be like, you know, it needs to be neat. I'm like, no, it doesn't need to be neat. I, I love the freedom of it. So thank you for that perspective. I really appreciate it. Of course.
0: And thank you so much for popping on. We're going to get thank into you. some of this, some, some more best worst advice
1: alright I'm, I'm going to keep looking. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. So, y'all, as as Lynn, I feel like, and in the comments, one of the things that um, Michelle pointed out was that your hair texture isn't meant for locks. How many of y'all have heard that? Like, if you have really soft hair, you have mixed texture, you can't get locks. Or here's the advice. Your hair is too good for locks. Press a three if you've ever heard that. Your hair is too good to get locks. I feel like I heard that all the time, every single time I started my locks. Every single time um, I had someone in my chair who had really soft, curly hair. One of the things they always battled was people around them telling them that their hair was too good To start locks or to have locks, as if having locks is something that is, you know, it's like a step down with your hair, when in fact, it's one of the most natural ways you can wear your hair. It affords you a lot of freedom. And I feel like, to the point of people that often share this message, locks is like low key the best protective style if you want to go there. Right. So, when it comes to thinking about the best, worst advice you may be seeing people have the best of intentions sometimes but that advice is so wrong um oh you have white people hair your hair won't lock listen listen if i had a dollar for every time i heard that okay your hair won't lock you leave it like my daughter right now got an afro and i don't think we haven't she just been putting her bonnet on and go, get up and go that thing turning into some locks. Okay. You you leave your hair long enough, it's going to lock up. Okay. So uh that it's, it's it's not good advice. The other thing, the other piece of advice, and let me know if you've heard this before. Retwist your locks if you want them to thicken up. Press a four if you've heard this. Don't, I mean, don't retwist your locks if you want them to thicken up. Like stop like you, my hair is thinning. Um, not me there's a situation where your hair is thinning and you post it online or you share it with a friend and their advice is like, oh man, you you need to stop. You need to stop doing stuff to your hair. Just let it be. Don't do nothing to it. Don't touch it. It's going to thicken up. Press a four if you've ever heard that from somebody. I know there's going to be a lot of fours because one of the things I used to do when I had Facebook and I had Instagram is go into these forms and try to like combat this advice. Mm, No, 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 no. In a very small subset of people. And oftentimes these people are the ones who are the example of locks who get the attention. And then the, the, um, what I want to say, like the media presence with locks, the people that have the naturally tightly coiled hair, where their hair all tangles and meshes together, or in our lock world, we say the hair grows with the locks. Those are the people that are telling you, leave your hair alone, don't touch it. Your hair is thinning. Just stay. Hey. Let it be free. Semi-free form. Free form, you have no problem. Let's going and thicken up. And you mess around and that them locks is hanging on by threads. They dangle in. Um, the thinning starts to spread and get wider. Neglect is not part of the recipe for healthy hair and cultivating locks. I repeat, neglect is not part of the recipe for cultivating healthy locks. And if you want to share your perspective on this, I mean, I'm going to post it in the YouTube comments again. Definitely would love to have you uh, share your thoughts here. Don't retwist your locks if you want them to thicken up. When you have thinning hair and it appears that the hair is very much detach from your locks like it's growing around your locks not retwisting or not reintegrating the hair into the lock will cause it to thin more because of one because of one key thing who here knows what that key thing is what is that term what is what happens when the um hair at the roots does not, match or connect with the hair that is growing in your locks like what is being compromised anybody know anybody care to to share their perspective we're we gonna bring gonna bring dakota up here
2: Ooh. hi hi i told you this person um lincoln was like let's see what's gonna happen but i you am- laugh. <laughs> <laughs> i am um I don't want to say unfortunately, but I am one of the people who has hair that grows into the lock. Like, this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at it. Look how full cool that is. How,
0: when was the last time you had your hair retwisted?
2: Months and a half, probably two. I honestly just, whenever I feel look like. My hair does not grow by a lot. Look at this. It's disconnected completely. And it's, it's been a month. Like yeah, but I definitely <laughs> will say that it's like, it's still it's important to find the regimen that works for you in that case. It's um, yeah. especially when first, when you're starting your locks, just making sure that you're getting that routine from the beginning. And then if you end up having locks that can just, um, stay within the roots, that's a, great. A right, but just it's, go it's not, you don't want to sacrifice your locks for the sake of it. And early on, I definitely saw videos like that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And like, I lucked out there, but imagine how many people. Yeah haven't for that exact same reason so it's like exactly you have to find what works for you and like even though I could go long periods without repussing I still prefer to just out of habit so like it's definitely a weird saying it does not always thicken your hair like this does not thicken my locks itself just like being like this it's just how I keep my hair so it's like it's a very weird concept that I've seen both on YouTube Instagram everywhere that's like oh, just leave your hair alone. It's like, my hair is locked at the same thickness and frequency, no matter how much I leave it alone. So I'm not even sure where that came from. So it's- it's
0: Thank you. I really appreciate you sharing that, Dakota. Like truly, it is so true. Like your hair is naturally thick. It is naturally going like that. Uh, Like where it comes from is people grooming their locks, palm rolling or interlocking and making it really tight. And so then when you stop doing that, of course it's gonna expand. So what does that expansion look like? Like it's thicker. yeah, Right? And so it's just the the the, the whoo the best worst advice, I'd say. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate that. Well,
2: of course, thanks for having
0: me. Of course. So y'all be but be very careful. Michelle coming through with the the answer. You are compromising your part to lock ratio. Okay. That is the ratio of the hair retro root, the base that is supporting the strength of all of this hair. Like I pull this lock out, this, this, dang. Dang, what'd you have my tape measure here? She about 14 inches right here. It's all thick down here where I had my baby and all my hair shedded. So when I got a little stressed during that little 2020 period. So it kind of got a little, little, little tight here and then we be thinking it back out, but the... y'all it's a it's a ratio of your roots to the length of your lock. If you don't, if you starting to lose hair, like all this hair starts to come out of my lock and I have all this length to my lock, what do you think is gonna happen at the root? You think the root is gonna be like, oh, that's cool. I'll just hold on to seven years of hair with my 22 strands. No, it's gonna start to thin even more. It's going to often lead to inflammation which leads to scarring of your follicles, which leads to hair loss, which leads to breakage, which leads to worst case scenario, we're talking alopecia. All right? And so that advice, don't twist your locks if you want them to thicken up is some of the some of the best worst advice, I'd say in, in, in my in my opinion. Um, <laughs> now the other the other topic, Uh, not not topic, because we're talking about the best, worst advice stemming from everything ain't for everybody and other loaded statements. One of the ones, one of the statements that I, I hear all the time, and I'm so curious of your thoughts, is castor oil will grow your hair. Press a five if you have heard that uh, castor oil, whether it be Jamaican black castor oil, traditional castor oil, lavender flavored castor oil, rosemary infused castor oil, castor oil will grow your hair. Press the five if you heard that. Um, I imagine that there will be a lot of fives. Um, this one I feel like has been circulating around for a really, 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 really long time. And I, in fact, just last week, I was on a virtual consultation and they were telling me that um, they were experiencing some thinning along the hairline. And so they got the advice to use castor oil. And would you believe it's been working? They've been rubbing the castor oil in their locks for a few weeks and it's it's been just growing their hair back. And I'm like, ah, stop it. I don't believe it. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Um, I want. What's her name? Sister Scientist. I don't even know if she's out still anymore. But back in the day when I was a natural hair blogger, we had the blogging scene. Sister Scientist it was a, cog, a cosmetic chemist who used to share... Um, scientific base or backed information about some of the hair myths that were out there one of the one of them and it's on my blog if you want to if you want to run it back head over to digitalactician.com. there is no evidence that castor oil or biotin will grow your hair yeah a lot of people use it and believe it what is true and what i do believe happens is because you are experiencing thinning because you are experiencing breakage and you are actively working to fix it and not worrying about it because stress can cause breakage, that helps. Plus, one of the things or something that happens when you're experiencing thinning and hair loss is that you have a lack of nutrients that are going to that area to support the growth of that hair. So it starts thinning, the growth is slow, the the hair follicle is not producing like it normally would. But when you start to take action, you are massaging your hair. You are bringing blood flow into that area. Maybe if you have some herbs, those herbs are, you know, helping to activate some of those follicles. But one of the reasons why, the biggest reason why I don't believe castor oil is going to grow your hair is because it's too thick. Another one of the, um, I would say, beauty hair care influencers that I um, heavily follow, she's a dermatologist, Dr. Lindsay, Yolanda Lindsay. She had this quote, or not even the quote. She would often talk about, and it's also something I learned in cosmetology school hair loss for the Black community specifically. It is not so much that your follicles are not working. It's that they are clogged. And they are clogged from years and years and years of using poor products. Think grease. Think Vaseline. How many of y'all, your family, the cure for anything ashy, or dry was Vaseline. Press a six in the comments. If the cure in your family, they, just go get some Vaseline. Go 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 get that Vaseline. Rubbing it on your face, putting it in your hair. Oh, you your hair looking dry. Go get that grease. Same, same type of product. That was the cure. And so for years, I remember when I used to sit down and get my hair braided, grease my scalp down through every single part, lining it up making sure it's nice and shiny. I remember that. When I got my sister locks, the transition from natural hair to now having sister locks, particularly this hair locking system where products are not allowed, my hair was on fire. My scalp was pissed. It was dandruff, it was flaking, it was itching. I didn't even know how I was gonna make it. And it's honestly where the Pure scalp from Crown Elements, shameless plug, it was created because my scalp was going through it and when i was going to my consultant i was like what am i supposed to do like my scalp like i just i just i don't i don't know and she's just like it's normal it's supposed to happen i'm just like, why is it supposed to happen why would anybody pay this much money for this to happen and it clicked for me when they said that you Your scalp is doing this because it's detoxing from all the years and years that your scalp had to try to counteract all the grease and oil and products that you had to put in your hair in the name of making it shiny, in the name of making it healthy. Because we have this belief that because it's shinier, it's better. When in reality, our hair is not meant to shine. Not to say it's not meant to shine, but our hair pattern, our curl pattern, it naturally diffuses light. You see these commercials where people are just like waving their hair and the light bounces off of it. And it's all shiny. That's because the hair is straight and smooth. It ain't trying to lock. It ain't got no texture to it. it. ain't got no body to it. Our hair is twisting and turning and tangling and coiling. When the light hit it, it gets absorbed into our hair. We, we receive that sunlight and that energy. The other hair That straight hair that don't got, that just, it's all shine. It's just all reflection, pushing all that away. Embrace your hair absorbing the light. Embrace it not being super shiny. Embrace your scalp trying to tell you something. So when you, well, not even when, if you find yourself in the space of your hair thinning, maybe you're experiencing some breakage at the roots. Instead of reaching for them real heavy oils in the name of hair growth and growing your hair back, maybe just try to massage it. Maybe you put a little moisturizer. We just talked yesterday about moisturizers. Put a little moisturizer there and massage your scalp every single night. I even have a video on my channel about how to properly give yourself a scalp massage. Five minutes. Giving yourself a scalp massage in areas that are, um, you know, a little problematic with some water, (laughs) Water water-based product. See if that changes before you go to the oils. We've been taught this for so long, and it's it's just not true. And so, yeah, I I see I see y'all. Sorry, you <laughs> just like, go ahead preach. I'm, I'm going to hop off my soapbox, but I mean it. Just it's, it was on my heart, y'all, because it's just for so long we we're taught these bad hair care practices, and we're this bad advice. And I'm not even gonna say bad advice. Best worst advice has been spread and perpetuated, and nobody speaks out about it. They just go along with the flow. And it's just like, this is, this. I'm not gonna say this is why, but I believe it's a large reason why in our community we have this huge epidemic of hair loss, of alopecia, of like you hit a certain age and things just drop off because, we for for the life of us lifetime your body been battling and all of a sudden it's just like you know what i give up you're not gonna take care of it you don't just don't even we're not even gonna worry about it um yeah yeah Kalia says i had to cut my locks due to alopecia any suggestions for hair growth everyone says oils i don't believe oils at all my best advice if you are dealing with alopecia go to a dermatologist. That is the first step. Don't go to blogs, don't go to forums, go to a dermatologist. And preferably a dermatologist that um, is versed in textured hair um, because that uh, prescription, that compassion is gonna be a little bit different. When you go to that dermatologist, in some cases, um, I would say have a consultation before you do any prescriptive things, before you get any injections, um, to see how they would go into a treatment plan, right? Like what would be your treatment based on what's going on with me? One of the things that I observed with being a lactician and also um, having clients that have, had to, that ended up with alopecia or started to experience alopecia came to me with alopecia. One of the biggest red flags were the dermatologists that immediately wanted to go with injections, not to say nothing, anything was wrong with them. It's just like, do we need to start there first? Um, so consultation with them, One of the things that I recommend people going to dermatologists rather than going to like a hair care professional or a loctician or licensed cosmetologist is that typically that dermatologist or trichologist, even trichologist is a doctor of the scalp. They will do a microscopic analysis because one of the things before you go down the path is finding out if your follicles are still active. Did you know that? Did you know when you're born, you have every hair follicle you will ever have on your head, and for the majority of us with naturally dark hair, it's around 150,000 hair follicles, all growing at different rates. When we experience alopecia, our hair is in a resting phase, and for for more follicles than normal. If your follicles stay in that state for too long what ends up happening is that they begin to scar over. No more hair will grow. So having a microscopic analysis will let you know if the follicle is scarred or if there is still viability for hair to grow there. What if you're putting all this oil in your hair, you're doing all these concoctions and things for your hair, and the follicles are scarred? Oil is not going to help that scarred. But if it's not scarred and it's still active, you have other options. Okay. Blood work. Again, I firmly believe in holistic hair care, meaning that because our hair, skin and nails, it's part of the last system in our body to receive nutrients. If things are happening with our hair, our skin and our nails, it's trying to tell you about something that's happening inside your body. So, Getting blood work done. Are you deficient in any of your minerals? And your body is like, hey, trying to tell you wasn't listening, but your hair start coming out. Okay, let's let's look a little deeper here. Check your um, your minerals. Check your hormones. Evaluate your stress levels. There are there are more clues, I believe, in our hair than we give our hair credit for. And instead, we've been marketed to, we've been told, put all these products on your hair, and it's going to be great. And it's like, hmm, mm, I don't know. I'd rather have a product that's going to support me versus trying to, like, mask it, you know? Um, so, yeah, so that, that would be my suggestion. Definitely start there. Um, we could get a little bit deeper with it in our Lacos Club, which I want to invite you all to join. Uh, Lock Goals Club is just our community that is offline with other um, people that have locks or maybe freshly cut your locks. Maybe you're thinking about locks, striving to holistically cultivate their locks, make sure they're prioritizing their wellness, make sure they are very mindful about um, moving their body and health as it relates to hair. If you would like to join the Lock Goals Club, the link is below this video. If you're on YouTube, if you're on IG, head over to LockGoalsClub.com. You can join. This Wednesday, we have our uh, one of our monthly webinars, which we'll be talking about hair care and swimming with locks. All right, so that'll be happening on Wednesday. You also get some cool like member perks as well, um, being in the Lot Goals Club. So definitely check that out, okay? And I really and truly hope that this, episode of the Digital Locktician Podcast. It just made you think a little bit deeper about some of that advice, some of that, some of those, those statements, loaded statements that people make about locks. One of them being everything ain't for everybody. Hey, you got hair. There's, there's a fundamental aspect about hair that is kind of universal. All right. One being our hair needs water. My six-year-old daughter, if I, if I bring her down here, and hopefully if she's, uh, going to do me right because, you know, being six, they they say whatever. One of the things I've purposefully been striving to instill in her is what does our hair need? Water. And that water goes both internally and externally with our moisturizers, okay? Water-based moisturizers. If you haven't seen that video yesterday about the issue that happens with Moisturizers, make sure you watch that video, okay? Um, the other best worst advice I feel like is if you don't retwist your hair, it will thicken up. It's false, okay? <laughs> false. And then that castor oil will grow your hair. All right. I feel like I hopped on my soapbox for that one, but hopefully you received the message that <laughs> you received what I was putting down, okay? You picked up what I was putting down, rather. Uh, So, yes, thank you so much, so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Like the video. If you did, share it with a friend. And as always, I am wishing you peace, love, and good vibes. We will be here next Thursday at 8 p.m. Peace.